it's not that. I just think I'm looking at what I'm eating and I'm like, most of it is carbs. carbs hello hello my lovely people welcome back to my podcast series diving deep into my journey through self-development confidence and feeling like myself again it's been amazing so far and i have to say the feedback i've been receiving on these has been incredible i can't wait to show you more of my life so stay tuned every thursday for new episodes trigger warning if you've had an eating disorder in the past or are in any way recovering from this one uh, use caution when listening to this podcast. I've said before that I don't feel the need to push my story on those who believe it won't aid them in their recovery. So if you want to click off this episode, feel free. I won't judge. I'm going to go a little bit further into my thought process on this one. So it's probably best that we just start right now. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Hold on. I'm getting a call. Hey, how's it going? Oh yeah. They're right here. Oh, oh yeah. They wanted to let you know that you're not special. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And I've been doing research on insulin and carbs spike insulin. Now, that might be significantly less due to the fact that I am fasting every other day. Like maybe those stores aren't, like they're depleted enough to where me eating a bunch of carbs the next day is kind of, it doesn't matter. But to me, more protein builds more muscle. And although carbs fuel me, like they give the body quick energy, I want to be building more muscle so that the muscle can burn extra calories on top of that so I can increase my metabolism, how fast it is. So, for this next week, it's Sunday right now, and I've officially been doing alternate day fasting for, I think, nine or ten days. Um, but starting tomorrow, Monday, well, technically Monday is a fasting day, but Tuesday, the next time I eat, I'm going to find some sort of way to incorporate protein into every meal. Now, don't get me wrong, some of the stuff I was saying here is correct. Carbs give you quick energy, yes, but protein doesn't build more muscle. (laughs) Protein is a building block. But until you put in the work to strength train and be on a consistent schedule, that extra protein isn't really going to do that much for you. Protein is satiating, but again, I wasn't eating more protein to feel full. I was eating more protein to pack on muscle and to be able to eat more. Notice how I said be able to eat more. I couldn't just eat more. I had to earn it, basically. I had to earn food. I had to earn whatever I ate. And that's so sad to hear now. You know, I had to truly work my way up to loving and appreciating food enough to the point where I realized it gave me strength in my body and confidence in the gym. Food isn't something you have to earn. It's something that people deserve. If you're struggling with this, I know how you feel. I used to restrict at night and then I would backfire the next day. And it was just a really toxic cycle. This whole notion of starting tomorrow is also a big one I would use. I would try to start something new every week. You know, Monday would roll around and I would be, quote unquote, back on track if I fell off or be on some weird new routine that I hadn't even mastered the old ones before and 
this constant shift in my habits only created more stress for myself mentally and physically. If you want to improve yourself, the one thing I strongly suggest is just being consistent with yourself and staying on a plan for, you know, three weeks, four weeks, just more than a week. (laughs) You're not going to see results in a week because if you think about it, you didn't get to where you were and built up all the habits that you did in a week. It's way more than that. So don't expect such quick changes. This society tells us that, you know, not to be all philosophical or anything, but society tells us that we're entitled to more. You know, America's whole mantra is that, you know, you deserve this. You need to buy this. You need to change. We wonder why so many of us feel like we're entitled to everything or feel like everything should work out right away. But it's because we're born into a world that tells us we're everything. It's not everyone's fault per se, but it's something that we should be acknowledging and working on throughout our young age. If we continue to tell young people that they're everything and they deserve the world and then bully and pressure them to fit into a mold... How do you think that confuses the people who just want to be themselves? Because, like, yesterday we're going dress shopping for a party. And I look in the mirror at the shopping mall. And I had a different feeling. I was like, I don't like what I see. But it's getting there. You know? Like, and I accepted that the way my body looks in this mirror is not how everyone else sees me 90% of the time. Like, truly, the fact that I have on me right now is going to go away with time. And I can like feel it and I can see it that it's kind of melting away. And I wake up every morning By the way, whether I've eaten or not, I wake up every morning with a flat stomach and feeling good, not feeling lethargic, ready for my run. I've built a habit out of it now, which is amazing. Dear Past Valkyrie, a flat stomach is not the answer to all your problems. Yes, I may have felt like I was getting somewhere in that store mirror. Maybe I was losing weight or maybe I was feeling myself in that dress, but I wasn't forming healthy habits that aligned with the right goals. I was thinking about getting skinny. I was thinking about going down in dress sizes, not about how I actually felt in those dresses. Acknowledge that you are always your own worst critic. I would always tell myself that I had a bunch of extra weight on me and that there was so much fat on me, but I didn't realize that literally no one is paying attention. I promise you, even if you want to improve yourself and be that much better, the first person that has to cope with your true self is you. You have to accept how you are right now because you're the only one with yourself 100% of the time, and therefore the only one that's actually going to be able to tell you how you really feel. For those of you feeling down about how you look or are perceived by others, I promise you it's not that deep. Those people aren't thinking about you the way you're thinking about yourself. And that's a good thing. You have so much power in this idea that you are completely isolated in your mind. You can change what you want, act how you want, think what you want, and no one can take that away from you. If you want to change things, do it. But until you accept your starting point and realize that you're doing this for you and only you, I don't really feel like you're ever going to feel at peace with yourself. And... I don't know, I've just been feeling, I've been feeling good. Like right now, I feel a little bit like, eh. Like I could feel better, but 
The thing is, I'm not trying to let it stop me from enjoying time with my friends. And we have a lot of things that we're going to do besides eating. I look back at sleepovers with people like that, and I'm like, the one thing I'd look forward to if I was at someone else's house was how much could I eat. And as shitty as it sounds, like, like when I think to myself, I'm like, that's one of the things I look forward to when I went over to someone's house is when we didn't have anything in our fridge or our pantry, I knew they had stuff and I could eat it without being judged. But now, the only person really judging me is myself. And that's more powerful than anyone else's judgment combined. Going back to the previous point, the only one judging me is myself. And that's a good thing. That means that you can harness that energy to turn something positive out of your situation. But my mindset was all wrong, as we've previously discussed. I say that I was feeling good, but that I could feel better, but why? Did did I ever go deeper to realize what was happening with myself? Was I ever going to get out of this rut and just get this endless energy that I wanted so badly? Not at this stage, I wouldn't. I never analyzed what was wrong. I just told myself that it wouldn't stop me. And then time and time again, I would look for excuses in my life to end that restriction. My mind was so desperately telling me to get out of this toxic cycle, let go of this toxicity, but the only way I could was if I had some real-world event that took me out of it. Somehow I had convinced myself that it wasn't my fault if an event caused me to slip up because then I could just get back on Monday. But it all leads back to that single feeling of, you know, I'm good, but I could be better. The restriction was so unhealthy that I felt so out of place wherever I was purely because I was going places to break my streak. I didn't want to be judged at home because I had told everyone I was trying to lose weight, and now I felt this immense pressure from my family to do just that. I remember crying about it to my parents and sisters so many times, like too many to count, and while some family members reacted differently than others, I want you to know that in almost every situation, your family just wants you to be happy. I wasn't happy, so there was that tension, and I wanted to blame it on everybody else but myself. Look deep inside yourself. I'm sure there are things that everyone around you can work on, but As I always say, you can't change other people. You can only change yourself. Once I internalized that message, the changes started happening rapidly. And although I didn't notice them at the time, don't try to change everything all at once. It will only snowball and knock you out in the long run. And another thing, when I was looking in the mirror at myself, um, when I was at the store trying to look for a dress, I was looking, and I looked at my legs. My legs are probably the most insecure part I have about myself. And I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, I'm going to be looking so good if I just stick to it. Because all it really takes is time, and I never noticed that before. I never understood that before. But fasting has taken my mind off of food for a whole day. And my mind is so much clearer and I can I can just feel like I can do so many more things without worrying. I don't know. It's, it's definitely a good feeling to have right now. 
if I just stick to it, all it really takes is time. No, 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 no. It takes a lot more than time to do what you set your mind to. Don't get me wrong, that's definitely a part of it, but there are people that can try their hardest at something for years and years and years and years and never get anywhere because they don't realize what they're doing wrong or they choose not to fix the system. You know, I've been at this whole weight loss thing for four plus years and it wasn't until recently that I finally realized, you know, my whole approach was off and that I really needed to buckle down and figure out, you know, this is what I want to do and this is how it's going to impact my life positively. I was trying to convince myself that fasting was taking my mind off of food, but that never really worked and it's why I couldn't keep up with it. Not because I wasn't dedicated, but I wasn't analyzing the warning signs of when I wanted to binge or felt awful and wasn't listening to my body. This isn't just with food and eating disorders though. It can happen with a lot of things. We wonder why people get burnt out and a lot of the time I find that it's because they've been doing the same thing over and over and over again. And maybe it works in the short term, but the long term is never truly something that makes them happy or is something they can stick with on a consistent basis. It could be that you're trying to take your mind off of all of the stress in your life, trying to fill your life with things that you can think about other than the important stuff you have to get done. But until you find a good routine and tackle those things head on, that balance is always going to be misplaced. I challenge you right now to write down all of the things that you're dealing with and take five minutes to think about the routine you have set in place for them. If you have homework or projects, think about how you're tackling them and what results you've been getting so far. Then think about how you want to feel and rearrange your systems accordingly. Let me know how that works for you. I don't know, I just feel really good. I don't have any cravings at night. I don't go to bed hungry. Even on my fasting days, I don't go to bed hungry. I am truly, like, living my prime. Living in my prime. As a teenager. And I think that truly is all that I could ever ask for, like, the past two years. I'm kind of rambling, but this is the last thing I'll say. Like, the last two years... Ever since I started in 2018 to change my habits, it's been a roller coaster. And I keep telling myself that that's not all that matters. I keep telling myself, like, the scale is going to drop, but it's also going to go up after I work out. Because your body's in a state of, like, damage. There's going to be inflammation, which is going to put your weight up. And if you drink water, your weight is going to go up. And after you eat a day and the next morning, your weight is going to go up. But it's also going to go down. And ultimately, if I keep up what I'm doing, it's going to go down indefinitely. Until I hit my set weight, I think. And I don't know how long that's going to take, but... It's given me... A rigid structure and that's all that I could ever hope for is just a structure and a plan that works. I will leave you all with this. There was a simpler way. I was telling myself that I wouldn't tell anyone about what I was doing until I was happy, until it worked, until I could say I had succeeded instead of telling others to keep me accountable. I didn't want to fail in front of other people but it was bound to happen because I was making all of this stuff so so complicated. Listen to your body. I wasn't eating enough, I wasn't taking care of my body, 
I thought weight was everything because that's all I measured. I understood that my weight would fluctuate throughout the day, but what you don't hear on that recording was the fact that I was still weighing myself multiple times a day. Why would I do that if I was telling myself it didn't matter all that much? Because I really truly didn't believe it. So please, believe it. Try to find a way to make things simpler. In terms of exercise and new routines, it may be a bit difficult at first, but it's all about taking those two minutes to make a constant habit and make things just that much easier to start. Start slow, tackle things one at a time, and don't let all the crazy bullshit on the internet steer you away from how you feel and how things work for you. There's a ton of stuff that I'm sure works great for some people that is terrible for me. And until you do some searching and find out what feels right for you, you'll just be stuck in the same cycle that I was. So don't be like me. (laughs) Believe that you can find a way to make things easier. Not everything has to be so hard. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please leave a review and share with your friends or anyone you think needs to hear this. I don't know if what I'm saying is necessarily inspirational, but I do hope that it can enlighten people to do more and try more things. Uh, With that being said, you are not special, but you can be revolutionary if you put your mind to it. See ya!